welcome to This Week in Sin. I am your host, Trent Kemp, and I'm joined this week by Jen. Hi! And you're from the Horror Virgin Podcast. That's right, yes, we're a podcast in Nashville. And um, it sounds scandalous, but it is not scandalous. Even the logo is scandalous. It's just a little bit... (laughs) No, but we are all, we're totally normal people on our podcast. Um, yeah, so I am on that show with uh, my friends Mikey and Todd, and Todd is our horror virgin because he hates horror movies, and so every week we make him watch one, and we teach him about horror, but also laugh at how scared he gets, so it's really fun. I can relate to Todd in so many ways. <laughs> there are lots of people that can, too. We've been surprised at how many people say, I'm a horror virgin, too, but yeah. <laughs> He really does get very scared. The nun that we're going to talk about scared the shit out of him. Uh, He's going to hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we gave him a lot of shit for it on our episode, too. It's funny. Because I I met you through Modern Horrors. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And even though, like I said before, like, I really don't like horror. It's not Mm -hmm. I don't like it. It's just I, I'm afraid to be afraid. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of just avoid. But it's yeah. kind of funny now when I have to edit videos for them. <laughs> yeah, I you edited a thing I wrote about the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't watch that show, did you? I not at all. I was amazed at how awesome a job you did from not watching that show at all because you got like all the right parts of the stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. But that was a very scary show. That's how I know your voice. That's right. <laughs> for, like yeah. pe- for like the past 10 minutes, I went, she sounds familiar. I can't place it. Now I can. You listened to me over and over and over again for that video. Blog. So many times. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I got to confess though, they're like, Four or five times, because like, I'll just scroll through each episode while I'm editing for that video. And a couple times, I'll just go on Facebook. Hey, who's seen Haunting a Hill House? <laughs> and then I'll message them like, hey, what episode does this happen in? Oh, nice. <laughs> well, it worked, because, it. I mean, you lined it all up great. I couldn't believe you hadn't actually watched it. Yeah, like, I, I yeah, I'm not going to watch this show. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary. It's really good, but it's really scary. It's not so scary when you're just scrolling through. True, because it's out of context, you know. Yeah, and it, it, from my understanding, was the show out of order a little bit, or? Um, it there were two timelines, so um, it was like kind of like it. It's like um, there was the grown-up kids, and then it would occasionally flash back and have like extended flashbacks when they were children. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember having to just Google people's names and try to find, okay, <laughs> this person looks like this, and I gotta find that, find something. Yeah, we did a great job. Yeah, awesome. like, your writing and audio is what made that video. Oh, well, thank you. Was... Well, your images were awesome, too. <laughs> <laughs> we are both just the greatest, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm not full of myself at all right now. Oh, me neither. No, we're totally normal. (laughs) All right, so this week, with everything Cinema Sins related, for the Sincast this week, they had musician Matt, I'm going to mess up his last name, Mahaffey? I think it's Mahaffey, yeah, from Self. Okay, there we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and that was really interesting to listen to that conversation. And like afterwards, I messaged Jeremy. I went, "So how do you guys find him?" Like, oh, we just found he was local and messaged him. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, that's how you have to do it, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's what I like about the internet. It's like it makes everyone a little more accessible. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, like you and I, for example. <laughs> Like we're having a conversation and, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure where you live either. So. <laughs> Delaware. Del- Do you really live in Delaware? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is it cold? Uh, no, it's actually close to 80 today. Oh, really? Yeah, that's around yeah. what was here. It's raining a lot here, though. But yeah, if you, if you listen to Syncast regularly, every time they joke or mention about New England, they're referring mm-hmm. to Delaware. Are they? Even though it's nowhere near New England. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure where Delaware is, but I know it's north of Nashville, so that's New England to me. Well, I learned a couple years ago it's about a fourteen hour drive north. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like Tennessee and then Kentucky, and then everything north of that is New England or the Midwest. Okay, so it must be a Tennessee thing to make everyone think that. <laughs> I think it probably is. I don't know. Do you consider Tennessee to be the South? I do consider Tennessee okay. to be the South. Yeah, Deep South. Not, yeah, I would say Deep South. Um, yeah, Southeast. Because, I mean, where else would, I mean, it's not the North, you know? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the attitudes down here are way more Southern than anything else. I, I've gathered, that, I gathered that. Yeah, and that was one of the interesting things listening to that conversation because they were talking about, um, like the Nashville music scene and they're exactly right. Like I, cause I've grown up in Nashville and I've like been in those quirky little bands and like went to tower records. And I know, um, velvet thunder who used to play on second Avenue. And it's just, um, it's, it's interesting because you grow up there and then, and like they were saying, you get real kind of annoyed with a lot of it. Like, I don't really like country music very much. I don't go downtown very often. That's more like the tourist thing to do, you know? But the rest of Nashville is really not like that, you know? But then you drive 30 miles outside of Nashville and you're in the country, you know? Yeah, like, the weekend I spent there, I spent most of the time in Nashville. Mm -hmm. I ventured out a couple times, but, yeah, it gets country real quick. It really does. And there are some suburbs around here um, that are really nice, and it's spreading out a lot. But, yeah, it's Nashville is kind of it's an anomaly in the middle of Tennessee. Um, and I mean, I love Nashville. There are things that I don't like so much about Nashville and that I've kind of had to learn to love over the years, just kind of like what Matt was saying in the conversation. You just, you, it's like there's the tourists and then there's the locals, you know, and, and the transplants, we call them the people <laughs> who come here to like live the dream, you know? So yeah, listening to the syncast, I was really, like, I don't know why I was surprised that people in Nashville are doing stuff like the Ninja Turtles score. Uh-huh. Because to me, I figured, okay, making movies or TV shows, wouldn't everything just be, like, out of California? Mm-hmm. But it kind of gives me hope because I'm in Delaware and I need to, I need to learn stuff like this is accessible. Yeah. To people you that are do- local. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're having a conversation right now over Skype. Like, I feel like you can do a lot of this kind of work 
and send it digitally a lot easier than you used to be able to, um, you know, like yeah. we have a lot of the, the, I have a new job now and it involves like working with some songwriters and most of them are contractors that don't actually work on site with us. And we just kind of send out the information and they send the song back. And then we communicate through like email and Skype and occasionally they'll come in or we'll have somebody else come in and record. So, yeah, I mean, you really can work and depending on what kind of job you're doing, but if you're in a creative field, you can, because of the technology we have now, it's easy to kind of work from wherever you are, you know? And I, I'm actually really, really grateful for that because I've been doing uh -huh. a lot more, digital content past few years mm -hmm. and like if it wasn't for the internet and technology i'd be a nobody right yeah am. yeah well i mean it's like it's hard i feel like it's hard it can be harder to start that way but it's possible and like you know i also look at the modern horrors network and like i've only met two or three of them in person but we all talk through Skype all the time, and that's how all of that work gets done, you know? I I have met none of them in person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think any of them live in Delaware. No. But even when I was in Nashville for the weekend, I kept going, who wants to hang out? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. We were trying. Dude. <laughs> Was that a fun week? Oh, I had a I had a blast. Oh, we were we really wanted to go to that. We were just we had a lot going on that week. Uh, well, there'll be another one next March, I believe. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, March. So my husband's an um, an accountant, so oh we, taxes. Yeah, we just like he just took his first day off since February today. So we've just kind of been underwater, and now now can breathe a little bit. So that's nice. That's good. Now yeah. now he's now he's just set until January. <laughs> well not quite but he, it's a lot it's going to be a lot less weekend work so yeah which i'm happy about because we've got kids and it's hard to do that by yourself <laughs> like, i have one friend she's a, a corporate lawyer mm -hmm. so once corporate taxes are done <laughs> she can finally have a normal life again yeah well and that's one of the things i find i found out is there are all different kinds of deadlines you know like there's a deadline in october and there's another one in March, and I was thinking it was all just April, and no, that's not true. <laughs> but yeah, it was really interesting hearing that conversation, like being from Nashville and hearing, um, you know, it's just it's nice to hear people talk about your city, you know, and kind of like I could tell that they love it the same way as I do, even though it's a little frustrating sometimes, you know. Yeah, and like I'm also a fan of Ninja Turtles, but I haven't, I never even heard of the show until the interview. I hadn't either, but I'm gonna watch it with my kids now because it sounds really cool. <laughs> it, and it, I used to love Ninja Turtles when I was little. Oh, yeah, same here. Like, I, I hate younger me because of all the Ninja Turtle toys that I used to have. Uh -huh. that I, I know like, when I was more. <laughs> it's like, why did I ever open them? I know, because you want to play with them. We used to have a board game, though, and, like, you would catapult the die, and the furthest that you could get, like, if you got it into, like, it's like Plinko or something, then you got to, I don't, the only thing I remember was catapulting the die, and that, um, who was the one with the brain? Uh, Krang? Yeah, yeah, Krang was part of it. So, it was a fun game. We played it a lot. <laughs>
And like, I was, your favorite turtle? I was always a Michelangelo kind of guy. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I was Raphael. I knew we wouldn't get along. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe that's why I like pizza so much. Could be. Yeah, I'm not a huge pizza fan. <laughs> I wonder if I can sue them for me being overweight. Oh, I think so, you know? Look, it was a children's program. They kept pushing pizza on me. Exactly. I was impressionable. I you know? know. And Michelangelo's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't understand he was just probably high most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And just really irresponsible, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like half the episodes were like them cleaning up after Michelangelo. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I might, might be mischaracterizing, and I apologize to Michelangelo if I am. Well, uh, I, I would hope he would accept. <laughs> I think he would. He seems pretty laid back. Yeah. You know, high all the time, so, you know. <laughs> So one of Sims' video this week was Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, that was interesting. And yeah, it was interesting to watch that episode after listening to it because you can really tell who wrote what in that episode with Jeremy going on <laughs> to rant about how much he hated yeah. the movie. And Chekhov's drawing. <laughs> that was really funny. But yeah, I, I really hated Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, so full disclosure, I have not actually seen the entire movie, but I feel like I got the gist of it from the Sins video, and I'm not sure I'm on board to see the whole thing now. <laughs> yeah, you really don't have to. Like, I took yeah. Jesse to go see it because it was it was her birthday movie this year. She, I know she wanted to see it, so normally for her birthday, it's weird. Normally for her birthday, we either see a Liam Neeson movie <laughs> because for some reason he seems. He likes to put out a movie in the middle of January almost every year. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Mr. Plow movie? I did not. Oh, uh, you want to see this one instead? I went with a friend of mine to go see it, mm-hmm. and the movie theater messed up, and they didn't play any previews. It just jumped right into the movie. Really? And huh. my one friend, she has to see the previews before movie. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much walked out of that movie, and we ended up seeing. What did we see? I think we saw What Men Want. Oh yeah, that was another one that I was really curious about, but didn't end up seeing. That movie, it was. It felt like a nineteen nineties movie, like the original. Mm-hmm. And it felt like What Men Want missed the mark of what it could have been. That's what I heard, which made me so sad because I feel like there's like that's a perfect movie for right now and they could have done a lot with it. I will say it does have a surprise uh Pete Davidson in it. Oh really? Yeah. Huh? Well, I guess it's not a surprise anymore then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> oh, I just Meryl streeped my pants when I found out he was gonna be in it. <laughs> oh wait, you already knew he was gonna be in it? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> sure how i feel about pete davidson like i i gotta go to guys that john delaney thinks he's okay <laughs> i do like john delaney yeah delaney what about mulaney mulaney yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you can just edit that right out or not i'm kidding you don't have to 
But yeah, yeah, it's weird. Those two, like, they do a lot of stand-up together, and that's a combo I never would have imagined. I know. Doesn't he do uh, stuff with Nick Kroll, too? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I like him a lot, too. So, like, I don't know, like, I don't like Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live most of the time. Yeah, I so rarely watch Saturday Night Live now. I really just kind of watch the clips online. I think that's what everybody does. I know, yeah. And I think, yeah. I think NBC makes enough money off of YouTube where they're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the setting for it is probably better if they just keep the format of doing it live anyways. So, you know. But, but yeah, Mary <laughs> Poppins Returns was... There's going to be a theme tonight. But more on that later. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I took the way to see Mary Poppins Returns. And partway through, I dozed off during it. Yeah. And like, yeah. I yeah. never do that in a movie theater, but... I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, two hours and 20 minutes, that's a long time. Like, I don't know. And I couldn't wait for it to be over, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so what I saw from the video, I it just looked like the beats of the movie, the original movie. And I love the original, but I also didn't see the original in theaters. And so lots of times when I watch the original, I kind of break it up into parts, you know? And it's very, like, it's very segmented because a lot of it just kind of is surrounding the musical numbers, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if you're stuck in a theater, you're, you're there, you know? And also the theater, we saw it at... It's an AMC that used to be a car mic, so there's always a half hour previews in front of it. Mm. So, yeah. like, even though it's two hours and twenty minutes, that's two fifty for me, and I'm, I was done. Yeah, I'm tired, man. I got, <laughs> I got kids. I get up early. <laughs> I got to get a babysitter. <laughs> Although here I am bashing Mary Poppins Returns at two twenty. But I already have my tickets for Endgame to see it <laughs> twice on Thursday night. Oh, wow. You're going to see it back to back? Yeah. Wow. And because of our IMAX doesn't have reserved seating, we're getting there three hours early. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but that's like an event. Like, I feel like if I really care enough about a movie, I'll put in the time for it because it's worth it to me but yeah like i already have infinity war loaded up on the ipad we're gonna watch that outside to see her waiting wow (laughs) i have seen um part of ragnarok and i've seen some of the new spider-man and i've seen iron man one and that's it wow i know (laughs) i just miss it's not that i don't like them um, I really like X Men, so I usually see all of those. Um, but I just, it's just, I just missed them, you know. Okay, it sounds like we need to start another podcast for the MCU <laughs> version here. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, you're missing so many. Like... I know. Well, and so that's part of the thing too. Like, I feel like there's so many I need to catch up on to know what's going on, you know. Uh-huh. But the first Harry Potter I ever saw was Half Blood Prince, and I had no idea what was going on for the whole thing, and I enjoyed it. So, you know, I guess it's possible. Dreams can come true, you know. Yeah. 
What's funny is that my day job, uh, my shift there, they found out about this podcast. Oh, did they? <laughs> Uh-oh. So, yeah, that, that happened. And now a couple of the guys there, they want to do podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so is it like when you have a truck, everybody asks you to help them move? Exactly. <laughs> like, if you know how to do podcasts, everybody wants you to do their podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that question you asked me earlier about which one, the production or the content, is easier. Maybe content is easier because <laughs> nobody's going to ask me to do content for their podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, the guys at work, they keep wanting to come with a podcast. And all I tell them is you just got to come up with a catchy name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just come up yeah. with a name, put down some microphones, and just bullshit for a couple hours. Yeah. And I mean, pretty much what it is, you know? One of the people, they said, okay, how about this? You guys watch movies. I don't watch any. What if we do a podcast where you force me to watch a movie I've never seen before? And when they said that, I went, I don't think I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I might need to talk to some people that might get a little mad if I did something like that. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. But I mean, you know. But also, I think a lot of what podcasts are are just personalities, too, you know? Like, I listen to so many Stephen King podcasts that are just, like, talking about each one of the books. And if you like the person, that's what you're really listening for. Yeah, you know? like, it's like 50% I told, the content, 50% the person, you know? Yeah, I, I told them that people were really just tuning in to listen to the person. They don't care. Mm-hmm. What, well, they care what they're saying. yeah. But that person could do a podcast on any topic and they'll probably just tune in anyway just because they like them because right. so much of content today is more like personal brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I hate because I don't like to brand myself. Yeah. I guess that's a term. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Like, well, and I think a lot of it is maybe not necessarily branding yourself, but just like being who you are, you know, and just being authentic, which was really hard for me at first because I got a lot of anxiety about stuff. But, you know, it also helps, I think, that you can edit, you know, yeah. like if I say something that's totally stupid, somebody can cut it out, you know? Yeah. And like but- what sucks for me is like I absolutely hate my voice. So. I don't think there's any your voice. I think your voice is lovely. I mean, you sound like you're from Delaware, but, you know. Wow. I'm kidding. Going there already, huh? <laughs> I'm probably the last uh. one who should talk about having an accent. Well, thank you for being on the show. That was a great episode. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I think you have a lovely uh. voice. Oh, uh, you're being nice. <laughs> Made for podcasting. <laughs> I do have a face for radio. <laughs> Todd does that too. <laughs> so yeah, Mary Poppins returns. Oh yeah, sorry, I keep sidetracking us. <laughs> I don't care. I like yeah. the sidetrack. I'm probably keeping this all in. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, okay. So the feed the birds lady was my favorite part of the or- original movie. <laughs> and if she is dead on those steps, then I don't want to have anything to do with that sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think that was yeah. her. I mean, it had to be, because the birds are all around, like, picking her, right? Like, picking her eyes out? Well, maybe that was the bird lady from Home Alone 2, and she took a vacation to 
Mary Poppins, and I e? just I think I just stumbled on the crossover I want now for this week. <laughs> Home Alone two and Mary Poppins. No, Home Alone three. The Culkins go to London, oh, and yeah. they lose him in London. And Mary Poppins <laughs> has to help find him home. Well, now it's going to be his kids that he loses in London. Oh, yeah, there we go. And maybe, like, Catherine O'Hara shows up to, like, at the very end for a surprise thing where she, like, dances on a London ceiling or something, you know? And then realizes she forgot, um, I don't know. Oh, I know. Maybe she I... bird lady and she lost all the birds. That just reminded me, I wish I slipped through that whole Meryl Streep segment. <laughs> yeah, I am uh, kind of lucky that I only saw the clips of it. I don't like Meryl Streep. Although I'm a little disappointed because I think I slept through the animated song. Oh yeah, the fish, the bowl one. Or I don't know, like the burlesque sounding one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and that was the animated stuff was always my least favorite part of the original movie too. So I don't want to see 15 minutes of that recreated, but not quite as well. And I feel a little bit bad because I do really love Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I feel like I'm like kicking him every time I say something negative but you know it is what it is like I really feel like like they know everyone wants to see Hamilton yeah I know I want to see Hamilton I haven't seen it I've listened to I've listened to shit out of the soundtrack of it mm-hmm. yeah I liked the little uh the little nods in the sim video too like you he, he's him wanting to be in the room where it happens yeah and like I, there. I always like it when any time in a Sins video he keeps breaking out more Hamilton stuff. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I also liked all the little shout outs to it in the Mary Poppins Returns too. About the uh balloon lady being Pennywise and Georgie floating away and um there's one more. Wow, what was it? Well, I can't remember. But they did go into the sewers at one point, and I was thinking they were going to make a <laughs> reference, but they didn't. But that's okay. I'll give it to them. Uh, so you tried watching the movie? Hmm? Did you try watching the movie? I did, yes. I started it, and just, you know, life has gotten in the way this uh, week. How far would you say you made into it? Um, I think I made probably about 20 minutes in, but a lot of it was distracted watching, too. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, the other movie they sent this week was The Nun, which is part of the Conjuring universe. Yes, and I saw that in the theaters, and we actually have a Horror Virgin episode about that. Um, it is, But yeah, we did an episode on this, and we went to see it in theaters with Todd, um, and we did the RPX one, too, where like, the seats would like oh, um, wow. vibrate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, so did, I'm gathering that you didn't like The Nun. So I sat down to watch The Nun... Put it Did on. you watch it just recently? Um, this was like two days ago, I believe. Okay. <laughs> I put it on. I was asleep before the half hour mark. Oh no! <laughs> you I, missed all the bonker stuff. <laughs> like it was just a boring as all hell to me. <laughs> and so- and when I tweeted out that I'm about to watch the nun. A couple hours later, I was going to Twitter and someone said, yeah, it's going to bore you to sleep. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. stop laughing because, yeah, half hour mark, I'm out. And I just, I didn't go back to it. I did yeah. not watch it. I went, 
screw it. I know Jen's seen it. She's going to be able to talk about it. I'm just going to watch <laughs> the Sins video and coast from there. That makes me feel a little bit better of not, about not finishing Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> so we're each taking one for the other team. Yeah, exactly. Now, let me say, I did really like the nun. Okay, hold on. Let me let me clarify. I didn't like the nun. I had a lot of fun watching the nun, partly because I was laughing at Todd, who actually buttoned his shirt up over his face at one point. Oh, my God. And also, seeing it in the theaters, and it was storming when we watched it, too, so we could hear the thunder. Um, seeing it, because the one thing I think The Nun does really well is it has a lot of very spooky atmosphere. <coughs> Sorry. And that's something that really gets taught a lot. And it kind of, like, if, I feel like if you go with it and you're in the right location and you can kind of just let yourself go along with it, then I think I had a lot of fun. There were parts that kind of creeped me out, but, like, I instantly forgot about everything when I left, you know? I I can see that. And I realize we're a little bit of polar opposites right now because <laughs> you fell asleep or got too tired of Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep for the nun. <laughs> You've barely seen the MCU movies. I've True. seen none of the Conjuring Universe <laughs> movies, whatever it now, is. None of the Conjuring Universe here. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Master of wordplay. Yeah. I- I've seen less than a half hour. I want to say I probably fell asleep between the 20 and 30 minute mark. <laughs> did you see the Christmas tree of Christ part? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Christmas tree ornament of Christ where they have the blood in the artifact. I mean, it, it the plot of that movie just makes no sense. And that's one of the things I was really enjoying watching the, um, watching the sins video is seeing him try to like make sense of this thing and point out why all of these things didn't work. And as I was watching it, I was kind of like, yeah, this is bonkers, but I'm just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> Cause it, it, I mean, there's just so much. It's like the movie exists to have creepy scene after creepy scene after creepy scene. And there are like loose threads that tie it all together, you know? Yeah, kind of like when the all the nun outfits are kind of just floating there. Yeah. And they that said makes- that that would have been a lot better in another movie. Yeah, uh-huh. Like and I, it wasn't another movie. <laughs> like yeah, I, we, <laughs> wait, what was that? I was just going to say, that's, like, that's something that drives me crazy about the Conjuring universe. And there's a lot that I do like about the Conjuring universe. Um, but it's like they have a creepy scene in one movie and they need to make it an hour and a half feature. And we just don't need that much about the nun, you know, like she can just exist as a scary part of the conjuring too. And I think it was really scary in the conjuring too, but I don't need more of that. You know, I'm trying to think what all there's the conjuring Annabelle, the nun. Is that all of them? Okay, there. Let me see if I can, because I always think that Insidious is part of the Conjuring universe, and it's not. Um, even though they were both directed by James Wan. Okay, so there's the Conjuring, Conjuring one and two, and then Annabelle was a spinoff from the Conjuring, and then Annabelle two or Annabelle Creation, and that one's really good. Um, and then there is the Nun, and unless I'm forgetting something, I don't think there's any more in the Conjuring universe. But I think they're making a nun too, and I've heard that the um, the guy, the little creepy man from the Jack and Box, like the bent 
Man is getting a spin, a sequel or something. I don't know. Hmm. We joked that that artifact is getting its own spinoff, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's true. Uh, Although I wouldn't have passed him. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, so here's a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. The Nun cost $22 million to make. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins Returns cost $130 million to make. <laughs> wow. All right. Who do you think made more? You mean like when all the columns are added up? Like yeah. Like who made more over budget? Um, I would Worldwide. Nun, right? Not not even counting budget, just oh, worldwide. I gosh, I want to say it was Mary Poppins Returns, but I feel like it's probably. I feel like you're setting me up for it to be the Nun. Mary Poppins. Nun- Mary Poppins came in at three hundred and forty nine million. Uh-huh. Nun, three hundred and sixty five million. Wow. Like. That's, that's horror, man. Yeah, horror. <laughs> Yeah. Mary Poppins but, did win domestically, but worldwide. Yeah, it it destroyed yeah. it. The Nun did really well. Um and I think there's a lot about the Nun. Like the Nun is just like dumb popcorn horror, you know, and there's a lot about it I think that really works, especially if you see it in theaters. And I can't remember what else was coming out around the time. I think the Meg was also out around that time. But there wasn't a ton of horror. It, I mean, it was a fun movie to see in theaters, and I think, I don't know. What else was out around December? I'm trying to figure out, think why people wouldn't have gone to see Mary Poppins, you know? Uh, what was that? Well, Wreck-It Ralph was still doing pretty well, and now it's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't Bumblebee, maybe? Aquaman? Oh, that's right, yeah. Bumblebee, I think, came out right around Christmas. Yeah, yeah Bumblebee and Aquaman. That surprises me. It, I mean, I don't know that much about making movies, but it surprises me the discrepancy in how much they spent on both of those movies, you know? Well, I think the thing with Mary Poppins, the audience for that one is was adults, really. Yeah, like Cause, nostalgia. Yeah, because I have four daughters, and I don't hear them singing any song for Mary Poppins or yeah. asking to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the well, wife probably has made them see it at some point. Mm-hmm. But, I, mine haven't seen it yet. They're a little. Mine are four and six, so it's they're not quite ready to sit through that much, and they like more like animated stuff. But um, it's like you can just watch the original movie, you know? Yeah. I don't. I feel like the target audience for that wanting more of that is like you were saying, like adults or like adults wanting to take their kids. Like I was going to take my mom and my daughter and have like a, and my, uh, my almost sister-in-law and have like a girl's day. And we just weren't ever able to get it together. But you know, and like, I think this is why Disney's making a killing doing the animated live action versions because they know they're getting the audience of the people that loved the movie when they were a kid, and now they're an adult, and now they're going to force their kids to go see it. Yep. So what yep. was originally one ticket in the 90s is now like a three or four group ticket. And mm-hmm. I still refuse to watch the animated live action. I haven't seen any of them. I think I've seen some of... um 
I've heard that the Jungle Book is good, and I heard that Sleeping, not Sleeping Beauty, what is it, Beauty and the Beast is good, but I haven't watched it. Because, yeah, I've got the original, you know? I don't know. I'm just not that into it. The Lion King does look really good, and it gets me right in the nostalgia feels, so I may be forcing my kids to go see that. I know, that's, like I said, I'm not going to watch any of these live-action animated remakes. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the cast listing for The Lion King... Yeah, okay, so I'm looking at all of the new people that are in it, and then you hear James Earl Jones, and I'm like, I've got to see this. <laughs> you know? I mean, they've got me. Uh, yeah, I've cried in the trailer of that, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, man. I, yeah. You're all I can... about horror, but a little bit of... Like, oh, yeah, Matata. man, I'll cry. <laughs> I cry in some horror movies, too, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know. I think once I had kids, it, like, opened up all of my cryingness and um... yeah that that can happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I can relate to that one i used to be made of stone but now i'm soft <laughs> yeah same here like i'm a man i can watch all this stuff it doesn't affect me oh no right. ralph might die oh i know okay <laughs> yeah once you have kids like anything we're a kid like we've just seen pet cemetery and um it emotionally destroyed me for like a week after <laughs> you know? oh yeah like yeah. yeah yeah that kind of stuff gets me but that's like movies like the nun don't really have anything like that and so i think that's what i meant when i said i forgot about it afterwards it's not that i forgot it existed it just didn't stick with me yeah like my know? takeaway just from watching the sins video was like when the nun was yelling at the guy about nothing he did in life mattered. Mm-hmm. Even I can tell that that means nothing because I don't think that character seemed to be built up at all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It, I mean, there were just so low stakes because you didn't. Because the characters were just going through each of these scenes. They weren't like real characters, you know. Like who was but, who was the main character of the nun? Um. The. Uh. Okay. Tessa Farmiga was the main she was we called her not quite a nun because she hadn't become a nun yet uh the 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 teacher that was teaching about the dinosaurs yes okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i thought she was okay but it just you know it was just low stakes but then you have a movie like hereditary that stuck with me for like weeks because those i, I feel like they were like characters that are really cared about. And so when the bad things happen to them, it affected me, you know, and in the nun, it's just like, here's somebody who's going to get some shit spit on them and maybe they'll get jerked into a dark room or something. And I don't really care. Cause I can't quite remember what their name is, you know? Yeah. I haven't seen hereditary. Oh, it's so good. It is very scary though. <laughs> like it. So it is scary. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm Like I saw the sins video Mm. And I knew. I haven't seen it. I need to watch that one. I've only seen the trailer for Hereditary, and I'm watching the movie, and I had no idea that the movie was going to center around a decapitation. Yeah, spoilers, everybody. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Although I guess it came out a year ago. Yeah. So uh, just watching the Sins video, my jaw dropped when they showed that clip. I went, yep. "Where was this in the trailer?" Like. And I had no clue that was going to happen. And I mean, I was like sobbing after that in the theater. Like, I thought the movie was just going to be about some creepy kid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> just, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that one really messed with Todd a lot, too. He said that's um, the scariest movie he's ever seen. He hasn't seen a ton of horror movies. 
but um that one stuck with me you know but the nun is just it's like popcorn you know yeah I, and i, I enjoy, can see it. like i enjoy watching it it's just not you know doesn't make any sense like we're like I like my horror movies to kind of be a little more, I guess, mainstream and not quite mm-hmm. as scary. Like, I love the remake of it. Yeah, I loved that one, too. But that one, yeah, didn't, I... that didn't feel like a scary horror movie to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's enough of the kids together that it takes you out of that scariness, you know? Yeah, like... So. My personal favorite horror movie is probably Identity, and I don't even think that's really a horror movie. I love Identity, and it does count as a horror movie. Um, but yeah, that one—I feel like that one is really underrated, and I kind—I think it kind of got forgotten. Like you but were, I love that movie. I can't even count the number of times I bought that movie. Because like, <laughs> I when think I, that's what I do. like when I was in college, like. Back in 2003, 2004, I'd like show that movie to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then usually within a couple of weeks, it's missing. Ah, uh, yeah. People stole it from you. Yeah. And then I found out it was on like, it was on like HBO or something on demand a few months ago. And I went to watch it and it was like a cropped version. Mm-hmm. So I went, okay, I'm just going to buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waited two days, watched it. Jesse hadn't seen it, showed it to her. Like, okay, have you seen uh, Bad Times at the El Royale? Or I haven't you... seen it yet, but it looked a lot like Identity. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I've seen it. And I'm not spoiling the movie for you, <laughs> but I'm spoiling what my own expectations were. Okay. I guess because of Split, I went in hoping it was secretly like an identity sequel. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. And it, it's, it's not. not. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll just have to console myself with Chris Hemsworth. You know. Uh, you have to see that movie so I can have another discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's on my list. And once tax season's over, I catch up on a lot of stuff that I just mm. haven't had time to watch. But yeah, that one, it does look a lot like Identity. Just kind of the rainy hotel. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I do. I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. But yeah, that, I, I agree with you when you say it's underrated. Yeah. Yeah, and I think partly, like, it came out, like, at the end of when movies were all having all these crazy twists at the end. And um, just the timing, I think. It just it didn't hit at a good time for it. You yeah. know? I think it was like the last great John Cusack movie. True. Yeah, I do. I. But then again, he's I, done a few Stephen Kings, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. Um. I fourteen oh eight. I think is there are a lot of great things about fourteen oh eight. I don't know how much I actually like it, but um, he's also done Cell, which I have not seen because I don't like that book. And I, I can't watch Cell just because of forgetting Sarah Marshall. I haven't seen forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Well, there's a scene where they're making fun of the title actress of the movie because uh-huh. she went and, and did some cheesy horror movie about people that die from their cell phones. Oh, yeah. And they went, yeah. oh, look, just pull the battery out. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've already gone crazy, it's too late. If you've already, like, ripped out the throat of the person next to you, you know, you can pull the battery out if you want. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's he has done a couple of Stephen Kings and I do like John Cusack. I've kind of grown to like I think actually Identity was the first time I liked John Cusack in anything. Interesting. 
I know, and I hadn't seen a ton of his stuff other than like Sixteen Candles, which is amazing. Say anything? I've only seen that once or twice. That's one of those '80s movies that I just missed, you know? Because I watched Dirty Dancing a billion times. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Conair, Conair is a classic. I love Conair. Is he in Conair? Yeah. Who is he in Conair? Uh, he was like the detective or something. He was the guy that didn't want them to shoot down the plane. That that's right. He's yeah. the guy on the ground, like the one in the one in charge who's responsible or something. Yeah, and then there's that yeah. r- the other guy that wants to shoot the plane down. Then mm-hmm. Cusack steals his car, which I still don't understand how he was able to steal that car and then beat the airplane to the airstrip. Yeah, I don't care if it's a straight <laughs> shot. No, it's not James Cameron. It's Michael Bay. It's Michael Bay magic. Well, no, Michael Bay didn't direct that either. Is it? Um, was it James Cameron? No, James Cameron didn't. Um, it was a Jerry Bruckheimer production. That's right, Jerry Bruckheimer. Okay, yeah. you might have to cut that out because it makes me feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. It might as well be Michael Bay or James Cameron or Jerry Bruckheimer, though. You know? Yeah, I miss it's a that, big I, movie. <laughs> I miss that era of Bruckheimer movies. I do too. To where. They went downhill once Disney touched them. <laughs> oh, really? What's the one you think is the, the was the tipping point? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I didn't mind the first one. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, the first one I think is the only one that I like. And mm-hmm. what's funny well, about... I don't, love, I don't love it, but I like it. But what's actually funny about... or No, not Pirates, but... What was it? National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I really liked that first one, and that originally wasn't even a Disney movie. It was made by Touchstone, even though Disney mm-hmm. owns them. Uh-huh. It was meant to go out under the Touchstone banner that Bruckheimer did all his movies out with anyway. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of Disney's way of putting rated R movies out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Touchstone movies? Yeah, Touchstone and Miramax. Yeah, I did like a lot of um, a lot of those big. I just think it was like big explodey movies. Um, they're fun, and we don't get a whole lot of those anymore. Or maybe I just don't have the same appetite for them that I used to. And so when I watch movies like The Rock, which I love, well, what I'm... happened was back in the day, everything was always cowboy movies. Mm-hmm. And then we got the action movies that led up to like Bruckheimer in like the eighties, nineties. Mm-hmm. But then that now morphed into superhero movies. It's superheroes now, yeah, yeah. And I like superheroes, but it's just not like, quite the same. Yeah, you like know? now we still get the action movies like Equalizer and mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. But, yeah. but they're no longer considered tentpole films anymore. Mm-hmm. So they get released in the off season and they're smaller films. So they still have like the smaller budgets that they used to have. Yeah. <laughs> like Mr. Plow. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember going to see Independence Day and I remember The Rock is one of my favorites, even though it's a little problematic now, but I love <laughs> and I liked Bad Boys too a lot, you know? Yeah, and like I'm I'm not looking forward to Bad Boys three. Yeah, I I don't know. There's part of me that still holds out a little bit of hope that it might be good. But like I don't know if I watched Bad Boys Two now if I 
because there are things in Bad Boys 2 that are problematic that kind of bug me that are just like very Michael Bay, but I just love all the action sequences so much, and I think I could overlook it for so long that now it doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, I'll, I still might go see it because, I mean, I'm a sucker for some car chases, but... I know, but yeah. I'm already disappointed that Bay isn't back in directing for it. Oh, he's not? No. Yeah. And I don't like the title because I feel like the title they gave it should have been the title if they did a fourth movie. What's the title? Bad Boys for Life. Oh, yeah. Dude, You got that's like Happy Death Day to you. Yeah, like they're doing Bad Boys for Life, but the E in life is a backward, is a three. No, yeah, they just shot themselves in the foot for the fourth title. Yeah, like, I feel like they went, okay, we got a good title for the fourth one, but we're probably never going to make it, so let's just use it now. Right, maybe they read the script of the third one, and they're like, we're not getting to a fourth one. <laughs> so let's use this good title here. Exactly, yeah, yeah, because this is the best part of this movie, so we're not going to let it go. Yeah. Hey, you know, it might be amazing. The movie's going to come out. It's going to be like, we wasted the good title on you. I know. <laughs> yeah, they'll just like immediately redo it like they're doing with the gunslinger stuff and hope everybody forgets about it. Yeah. Or maybe, who knows, maybe we can get a a Bad Girls movie, even though I know there was one back in what, the early 90s. Uh-huh. That was Man, a Western, I, I believe. It's time for that right now, you know? <laughs> Like, that's one of my favorite trends I'm seeing in horror and just in general, you know? Awesome lady movies. I also came kind of late to Game of Thrones. Um, and I, I haven't watched that either. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So, did you watch... Have you watched the Sins videos on it? I have. Did well, it make you watch the show? <laughs> no, I, I haven't watched the show. I'm actually saving it for when it's finally over. Uh-huh. Well, it's almost there. I know, so I'm close. So good. Yeah. I mean, if you keep watching these videos, though, they're going to spoil it for you. I, I keep saying I've seen 20 minutes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and that was because of a storyboard video I did for a Simser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, well, uh, I have to pick with that video, too, because I think that the beginning credits map scene is amazing. And it's, I wouldn't say it's my favorite part of the episode, but I look forward to it all the time. And I will never let my husband fast forward through it because it's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, screw uh, you, Sims. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, TV Sims. Pardon me. Uh, now, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> now, watching the Sims videos this week, did you happen to find any that you would nominate for like Sin of the Week? I did, yes. I found a couple. Um, I loved um, the Feed the Birds lady that I already talked about. Um, this is not technically a sin, but at the end of Mary Poppins Returns, there's a little uh, Scream 3 shout-out, um, the voiceover of one of the scenes that I was very appreciative of. Nice job, guys. Um, and I've got my favorite. Do I tell you my favorite now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my favorite, and I feel like this is just kind of all-encompassing of the Nun video, is... We need to search everywhere to find the gateway. But you don't have to split up, do you? I mean, that just doesn't seem smart, but welcome to the plot of the Nun. Because <laughs> that just sums up the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, so that I, was my favorite. I think I am cheating a little for my nomination for <gasps> Sin of the Week. What's your, what is it? 
It's from the Game of Thrones video. Oh, yeah, that counts. I watched that one. Oh, okay. One thing I will say about that is I was watching that video and seeing an entire scene full of like five or six people and realizing that they were all dead on the show. <laughs> and it's not even in the Red Wedding scene. Yeah, but for me, it's probably everything past. Wait, is Bolton wearing chainmail? Why would he be wearing. Oh, my God. Is he going. What the f is happening? Rob will survive. Ah! The Catla. Is this really happening? What is this show? But Arya will at least save. <laughs> Grey Wind! What a. What a. How in the. No! <laughs> Game of Thrones! Yep, yeah. All, that... of, all of those sins are my sin of the week. I haven't seen the episode. I know a lot of people die in that episode anyway, so it didn't spoil anything for me. Yeah. But even not being a fan of the show, not watching the show or that episode, I totally understood all his reactions. And let me tell you, I remember watching that episode and I had all of those reactions too. And I stood up and I said, no, what? What's going on? What? Everybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was like actual footage of me watching that episode too. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's where it got to land for this week. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Again, I know it's cheating. It's a lot more than one, but that whole segment was just one for me. It is. Well, that's kind of like my nun one. Is like There were so many ways that they pointed out how dumb the plot was, and that was just like the summary of all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next week, the clue we have is Super Sins and Airplane Sins. Super Sins and Airplane Sins. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've got kids, so I watch a lot of Super Y, and that's the only thing that's in my head right now. <laughs> I don't think they're doing Super Y. Probably not. Yeah, that would be a little bit mean-spirited. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, what movies had airplanes in it this year? Yeah, okay, and it is definitely a this year release. Well, I got no clue, but... Okay, I guess my... Okay, my only guess I can think of, maybe... I know this isn't going to be it, but I get, I'm just going to guess mm -hmm. for the airplane one, American Made. Oh, yeah. It could be. Wait a minute. I wonder, do you think those have the guts to do Dunkirk? <gasps> Ooh, I love Dunkirk. Did you? Yeah, I really liked Overlord, too. Dunkirk is, that was really good. And I actually liked, I really liked Overlord also. I love, now Overlord is a horror movie. Yeah, and I went to the theaters to see it. Nice. Dude, it was so much fun. I was either going to, it was like a date night with my husband and we were either going to see uh, the new Suspiria or Overlord and we chose Overlord and I think we chose correctly. I liked Suspiria, but not as date night fun as Overlord was. <laughs> nah. But yeah, I don't know why, but I'm going to guess they're doing Dunkirk or American Made. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like he writes the, the clues just to dick me around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might. Okay, my official guesses are going to be the season premiere of Super Y and, <laughs> and the original Airplane. Okay. And those are my guesses. We are both completely wrong. <laughs> hey, you know what? We will find out. You never know. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to take that risk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so now, before I let you go, do you have anything you want to plug on here? 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, first of all, want to plug, uh, the podcast, the horror virgin we're available on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere else you get podcasts. Um, we drop our episodes on Monday and we have actually a special interview that has just come out. It's coming out tomorrow as we're recording, but it's coming out pretty soon. Um, we, yeah, it's really fun. We just talk about horror. It's, we laugh a lot, talk about random stuff. If you like cinema sins and you like horror, you will like our show. So check us out. Um, we also have a website with a blog and they talked about climax in the, um, the cinema sins episode, that Gaspar Noé movie. And Devin just wrote a really awesome review of climax for our blog. And it was really cool. So if you've seen climax because you heard them talk about it and you want to know, you want to talk a little bit more about it, check that out. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And I guess we should probably plug modern horrors also. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned them enough in this episode. I don't think we have. Yeah. Check their show out. Um, Final Girls and uh, Death Dying and other things also. Yeah, and as we were recording, a new episode of Final Girls came out because I got the little oh, pop-up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, hey, and follow me on Twitter at uh, Twitter, all, all of the stuff at Jim Ferratu. And you can also follow Horror Virgin on all of the socials. Yep. And <laughs> any links that she mentioned or sends me will be in the whatever below i don't know how this really works <laughs> i mean you're listening to this on your phone i don't know if the links are going through on every app i'll, I'll <laughs> you can search for it in our feed if you can't find it or if it's not linked yeah yeah check uh, in the soundcloud description <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well. it's there we exist you can find us yeah but we've got episodes on lots of the movie we have a hereditary episode one on the one on it, um, one on Pet Cemetery, one on like all the horror movies we talked about. We've done a lot of episodes on them. Not Overlord yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for being on. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It was really fun. All right. Well, that does it for this weekend. Sin. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys. So, or well, okay, I gotta cut that out. Oh, <laughs> Man, like, I, don't, I don't understand why, like, every weekend there's always sketches on their YouTube channel that's called like Cut for Time. Mm-hmm. But was it really cut for time if they were able to actually film it? Right. Yeah, because it's live. Yeah, I actually think the Cut for Time ones they probably filmed those during like. Because I know they do uh, the show before the show. Mm-hmm. Like a, a dress rehearsal run-through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when they figure out what they need to cut for time. Mm. Okay. I could be wrong. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, though, to watch yeah. them. And until next week, I, I, I suck at ending these. <laughs> No, I know it's hard too. It took me a long time to remember that I needed to end it too, you know? Yeah. You can say, end scene. <laughs> <laughs>